Hey there! Have you ever been able to narrow down your favorite Trader Joe's items? What about ranking the best TV shows? It might be impossible, but what about the most liked condiments? Here on the Top 5 Podcast, we discuss our quintessential Top 5 list where nothing is off limits and everyone is wrong, even when they think they are right. I'm your host, Zach Rancourt, and with me, as always, are my friends, Mr. Tom Lockhart. Hi, Tom. How are you? I'm good. Just getting ready for Thanksgiving. Ooh. Did you get a haircut? Nope. Oh. That's just my terrible hairline. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's kind of like a haircut. Uh, yeah. I one day want to have hair as beautiful and luscious as the next guest, though. Uh, don't be so. Uh, this is Eric Shane, and my hair is in full retreat. It is. Uh, it's definitely spotty up front. Uh, it's it's hard to deny anymore. And people who haven't seen me in a while, they always kind of stop, give me a double take. And go, Have you done something with your hair? I'm like, fuck you. No, <laughs> I haven't. Done- it's nature doing it. Shut up. Leave me alone. I don't want to have to explain that my hair is like thinning in the middle because it still looks thick and luscious. But no, 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 no. It it's definitely thinning. So pretty soon. But Tom has no sympathy for me. Nope. Spotty in the front, party in the back. Yeah, no, I'm, that's, I'm that's totally going to Ben Franklin this bitch for real. I, whatever. I'm going to keep it sides and back long and just dumb chrome dome. I don't care. You can invent electricity at that point. I, I will reinvent it. Ben Franklin style. Love it. Uh, well, Ben Franklin, he is on the $100 bill, which is money. That's currency. And yeah, uh, unfortunately, you guys, we are in a tough time uh, with today's economy. Inflation is through the roof. Companies are having massive layoffs and a large scale recession is about to unleash. We're all looking for ways to save a few bucks here and there. As a big time deal hunter myself, I personally and frugally purchase things when they are on sale only. Learning also how to separate want versus need. It's helped me throughout my life, pretty much anything. Uh, However, many of us still struggle to find ways to save money. So that is what we are here today to do. We are going to discuss our top five wastes of money. To enhance discussion, we did not share our list with each other, and we are by no means experts in said category. We're just a bunch of dorks who like to talk nonsense. So this could be anything that you want to add on this list in, in the sense of a waste of money, but it is... Something that I'm sure we'll have some debate on that you need to defend yourself. So, Tom, what do you not like to waste your money on? Okay, so this is now it is definitely a huge waste of money. And looking back into my past, it was a huge waste of money now that I think about it. And that is physical DVDs. And I'll throw in CDs also. Um so there was a time in my life where I owned over 1,000 DVDs, which is way too big of a number. I will tell you that right now. I used to go to Walmart and I would just I'd buy DVDs. Like I didn't even have to like a movie or really think I would like a movie. I would get it if it was in the $5 bin. I'd be like, hello, this looks terrible. I'm going to buy it and watch it. <laughs> And I've calculated, say, on average price, like $12 a DVD. Like, eh, that's a good price. Uh, That's 12 grand that I spent in my younger years on average on DVDs that I no longer own. I think I have about 200 still in a DVD binder somewhere. I don't even know where I keep it um, because I haven't opened it in probably five years because why would i i have everything on streaming i have 
illegal downloads. I can do whatever I want to watch movies. Why was I such a stupid, stupid man <laughs> to own all those movies? Ugh. <sighs> yeah, I, I also have a lot of DVDs, Tom. I still have them in the CD binders. And it was great to get rid of the cases. It was kind of crummy because it's like, man, I love the cases and they look good. But when I started moving around after college, it just became such a hassle and it made no sense for me to have that many movies uh, with with the physical cases. But um, putting them in, in a CD binders was great. However, now I'm at the point too where physical media itself, I just I don't know if I want to own it. Um, I think I'm, I'm a digital person all the way. I, I understand why people say, well, you don't technically own it if you own digital, but I, I don't care, man. With the streaming service we have and uh, just in the sense of not wanting to hoard things, yeah, buying physical media is just not fun for me. So I think I actually have... Media from, yeah, if you're buying digital media from one of these mega corporations that are never going to go away, like... Yeah from YouTube slash that's owned by Google. Google's not going anywhere. Who's beating Google? They're, they're here forever. No. So they're at least for our lifetime. They are. So yeah. and Tom, I, I, think, still I have, think you're safe. I still have a CD uh, binder that, that I got from you cause you had an extra one and that houses like probably a hundred of my movies that I have. It's the, it's I, the backup I, case. I can't even remember the last time I used a CD. Like I know there is yeah. one in my car right now. That's just in there. I think it's a Muse CD and I have never used my <laughs> CD player in my car besides like twice because yeah. that's dumb. But uh, there might be a CD yeah. in mine too, but I don't know. I haven't checked in Go, at go least ahead and hit that eject button and just check. Just be like, hello. <laughs> Look I what I found. What would be in uh, there? Uh, a single disc of Muse when I could just open Spotify and listen to every song they've ever had. <laughs> right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. It is. It is very weird. You're. You're right. It's odd. Well, movies aren't where music is when it comes to that. It's a different situation, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly. So yeah, physical media. Good. Good choice, Eric. Yeah. What about you? Bu- yeah, buying physical DVDs still kind of makes sense because of the concern you just mentioned. But why would you buy music anymore? I don't know. I, I don't know. It's weird. Uh, whatever. Anyway, so. You mentioned before how times are tough and it's a good time to save money, but it's like it's always a good time to save money. Um, (laughs) I will tell you that for us, for our generation, I I mean, when has it not been a recession, though? Like (laughs) for real, though, like the boomers that you hear uh, who who are just castigating all of us right now in the media, like they're only just now feeling the crunch for like the first time in their privileged, soft little lives. (laughs) But yeah, we, we we have been up under the struggle bus for 20 consecutive years. So uh, there's a song Alabama did uh, a song of the South. And there's this line in there that says, well, somebody told us Wall Street fell, but we were so poor that we couldn't tell. Like a recession ain't shit. We're, we're used to eating hot dogs and ramen. So whatever. Yeah. Uh, and that brings up my number one fast food. Ooh. Uh, I love fast food. I super do. You can just look at me and probably guess. <laughs> I love fast food. It's he the truth. It. <laughs> it's, it, I burgle the hell out of it. No, I pay for it fair square. It's, look, <laughs> fast food is tasty because it's sugar, salt, fat. Um, and I'm lazy. A lot of us are lazy. And sometimes we all get bit by the lazy bug, right? I mean, shopping for specific ingredients, preparing them, preserving leftovers for meal prep, you know, whatever. It's a lot of work. You know, we all we're all familiar with that. It's a lot of work. And sometimes if you're just burnt out from the day, the week, whatever, 
man, just spend a few bucks, run through the McDonald's line for a quick meal, go about your day, right? Especially if you have something you want to go do that evening and you don't really feel like putting together a meal. Well, you, you know why you know why that's bad. It's incredibly unhealthy for you and it's costlier in the long run when you rely on it and do it all the time. Even the dollar menu items are just too much when you think of it that way. They really try to keep your business with those dollar menu items. But look, it's delicious and I eat it a lot way too much because like I said, sugar, salt, fat is delicious and all all my fellow chubbies out there know it and we're, we're lazy half the time, but it costs both in money and in health. So there's a lot of websites out there, a lot of blogs, a lot of YouTube videos that are dedicated to helping people break that cycle. But all it does is make me weary when I consider how much of the work is involved. And then I just want to go get a cheeseburger. <laughs> so uh, we're probably going to talk about a bit about how bad habits are expensive in this episode. <laughs> and I'd like to definitely discuss that. But fast food is a terrific waste of money. Uh, that's my number one. Well, especially with like you're saying, I mean, how how expensive it's gotten to. I remember when we were kids and you can get like a happy meal for two bucks and they're probably like five bucks now. And I understand that inflation is inflation, but we've seen it just uh, drastically increase over these past 10 years. And so even when you go to a place like a taco time for us, true Pacific Northwesterners. Right. Um, I mean, you're, you're not leaving there without spending $15. And it's just right. it's crazy. Insane. You can't just go get one taco. Right. Like you, you have to get the meal or you have to get other things. And you, I mean, I understand that you physically can like just get a burger, but even so sometimes like it's six or $7 for that burger. And you're like, was that worth it to me? And $15 is sit down in a restaurant meal and get full yeah. service. Like that's, that's the cost you expect to pay, you know, with wait staff and tipping and all that. If you're sitting down and getting a meal and all that, you know, and then 15 bucks. Okay. But for the, cruddy food they shove in a brown paper sack at you through a window into your car should not cost you $15. No, um, not at all. It's crazy. And it's, it, yeah. And it doesn't, it doesn't cost them anywhere near that to make it. The prices have gone up. Not, it has, it's not just, our, you know, some of it's arbitrary some of it is arbitrary. So, but that's the point you can, you, you should definitely work to cut out the fast food. If you want to save some money, so, cut it out, cut it out. Cut it out. Tom, what's your thought on that? Um, I, the last couple times I've gotten fast food, I've actually felt bad about myself afterwards. Never used to be a thing, but uh, I've gotten fast food a couple times after trivia where it's just like, I didn't get anything from the food truck and I went and got fast food and I ate it and I was just like, Oh, I really wish I didn't do that. I could have got anything else. If you and, quickly shame eat uh, it in the car on the way home and you eat it by the time you get home, it's calorie oh, free. Don't worry. I always shame eat it. Don't, don't you worry about that. Um, but yeah, I, I just, I, I don't know if I want to, I always say I'm not going to come back here, <laughs> but then you have a couple drinks and oh, yeah. you're not, you're, you're good to drive, but it's just enough of impairing your judgment that you're like, I can do this and it will feel good this time. Are you saying a couple drinks impairs your judgment? Um, you know what? I yeah. think it just might. <laughs> when you're, when you're dieting or you're trying to lose weight, when you're in the process of losing it, it is a bad idea to drink. And that's one of the reasons why not only does it, is it excess calories, but that alcohol affects your judgment and you're like, Oh, well, that's fine. You know? <laughs> Um, yeah, that's I'll just work out hard having, tomorrow. I, I'm <laughs> right, having a good time tonight. I don't exactly. want to ruin it by not eating delicious hamburgers. <laughs> right. I can hate myself tomorrow. Tonight I'm enjoying life. 
<laughs> life's yeah, life's too short to not enjoy. And the fact is, the truth is that's true. That's absolutely true. It's just you have to remember you are screwing yourself uh, with that. So. Well, and and even I mean I know I, I said that the prices of fast food are, are high, but sometimes they're still substantially cheaper than other you know restaurants and and delivery services and whatnot. Yeah. Um, oh and, yeah. And then how you your rationale behind that is and how you rationalize it is you just say oh that's fine and then you eat out three times a week at fast food and then it adds up and you're like whoa this is adding up to be a lot. It's like drinking yeah. beer, right? You're like, oh, I'm only going to have like three beers today, then tomorrow, then the right. next day. And then you're at nine drinks at that point. And so oh, we're going to talk about vices. We're going to talk. Yeah. About vices, so things just but... keep raising in price. And so that's how I could easily see fast food being a, a uh, expensive. But then you got thing. like Uber, Uber Eats or DoorDash and you're ordering that. It's like just incredibly marks it up well, even further. It's well, like, hey, yeah. guess what? Because you are stealing my thunder. That is my number one. Is, well, not number oh, one, hey. but that is my first one is food delivery services. Um, mm. so I have these things that are just amazing inventions and I really wish people used them more often. Uh, they can get you places where you need to go. Um, sometimes they're really sexy. Sometimes they're dry. So you got to put lotion on them. They're called legs and what? I walk, to, I walk to where I'm going. <laughs> so the hell when, are you talking about <laughs> when, when I order food from a restaurant, I like to order it and I go and I walk there or I drive my, my damn ass there myself and I pick it up because it is super simple for me to do, or I'll just go into the restaurant and eat there. Um, I, with the passion, very strongly dislike food delivery services because I am a fan of not paying over what is expected for the price. So if something is $10 for, for some tacos, now you tack on the delivery fee, then you t tack on a tip, then you tack on a restaurant fee, then you tack on something else. It's $22 later and you have three tacos and that's it. To me, that'll never in my life be worth it. I understand the, the argument of, oh, it's convenient for me, especially in a city where it's like, I can go get this item that I don't want to go drive and go pick up, but I'll pay the luxury price for it. And that blows me away in, in my mind. I think food delivery services are such a waste of money. Um, it's I've used them in the past, but it's, it's very sparingly. Um, I mean, shit, they even have food delivery services for like pizza places like Domino's and stuff. And I'm like, why don't you just order from Domino's itself? Uh, you run into the, the whole I don't want to get started on the tipping tirade, but like you run into the whole, hey, here's the delivery fee of nine dollars. But also you have to leave a tip. Well, Where the hell is that delivery fee going? I really do want to know, because <laughs> if you bake that into the price of the food, that's e an easier pill to swallow than adding on these additional convenience fees. And that's unfortunately what Uber Uber Eats and DoorDash and Postmates, what they have done for, for the companies. Not only that, they screwed over the restaurants. The restaurants have to pay uh, fees to DoorDash for this, and it cuts down some of their customer costs. There are a lot of restaurants here in Seattle that give a 10% discount or a 20% discount if you call the restaurant and just pick it up from them because they get 100% of the profit instead of having to fork over to you know these food delivery services. But alas, we are in the gig world and um, gig work is a thing. So yeah, food delivery. I, I, I do not like it. I think it's a huge waste of money. Uh, yeah, I used to order food. I would order it through Yelp, which uses Grubhub. I would go pick it up. It wouldn't be delivered to me. And I did that for a while. And then I realized if you go to the website of the actual place, everything will be like 2 to $3 cheaper than it is on the Yelp app when you're ordering. And I was like, 
what the hell? I never even <laughs> thought like I'm going to pick up the food. I never thought, oh, they're going to be upcharging me for making an order that I could make through the actual foods website. And it's just like, what's going on here? So now I, I use Yelp just to find the websites of the places I'm going to order from. Uh, mm-hmm. They'll never get me again. It is definitely, uh, we've ordered from it when we're feeling extra special lazy and we've got a few extra bucks, but it, and I've actually, I've done DoorDash. I've, I've worked it. I've done it to make some money. Mm-hmm. Um, there is no end of, that nobody's ever gone broke in America by profiting off of the laziness of Americans you know, <laughs> yeah, and, the, <laughs> and, the, and the gluttony of America. So of course, of course this exists as a market to make money. Uh, it, it's not even that hard to, to make, like I was averaging maybe 25 bucks an hour, you know, which that's not great money compared to what I'm used to making, but that's, that's, that's not bad. It's just that you have to pay for the gas yourself. So, DoorDash is and and the and Uber Eats and these companies that run this man they got a sweet deal they got a real sweet deal because they're just raking in money and they don't have to do a whole hell of a lot they just have to uh, they they just have to work with their their systems or uh, their communicative systems have to be top of the line and they have to stay on top of it so yeah there is some overhead but not that much because they don't even have like an HR situation they don't factor in your taxes at all. That's your mm-hmm. responsibility. You have to report your own taxes because they they will report it to the IRS or whatever what they paid you, but they are not going to take any of it out. It's entirely on you. So they they just do the bare bones, bare minimum. Uh, they like I said, they got a sweet 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 deal going on in terms of wasting money. It's good. Like I said, it's nice every once in a while to have an evening in and just order in some food that's normally not your standard delivery food, but the quality of the food is always worse and. Then, then if you go get it yourself and because uh, it's mushy by the time it gets to you and it, it's it is a colossal waste of money. So I'm mm-hmm. glad we brought it up. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Tom, moving on to you. <laughs> OK, my next one is kind of a, a it's a personal one because I am literally podcasting from it right now. But that is buying a top of the line computer. Mm. <laughs> um, so this goes for everyone except for people who need it. I know there's people who play certain games that you need a top-of-the-line computer for. Eric is pointing mm. at his face. Mm. Uh, <laughs> you need it. And I just wanted to treat myself, and I got a really nice computer. And then I realized I play, like, two games, and one of them is just Hearthstone, which is just a digital card game, which takes no graphics whatsoever. Like, you do not need a top-of-the-line anything for it. And it's just like, oh, I spent a lot of money on something I really, really didn't need. Yeah. Your gaming needs have changed over the years, Tom. Your gaming needs have definitely adjusted. Yeah, I don't play anything anymore. <laughs> I play my one game that's a, essentially the same thing over and over again just to get through my workday, <laughs> which most times I play that on my phone, not even sure. on my computer. <laughs> yeah, I could speak to this a little bit because as you mentioned, I was pointing to my face. Uh, <laughs> I spent quite a bit to build my computer. Um, one game I like to play is Star Citizen, which is funny because it's not even really out yet. <laughs> Just alpha testing a game that's been in development for 10 years and will be for at least another 10. It's ridiculous. Talk about a waste of money. My God. <laughs> I don't even get me started on what I've spent on Star Citizen. It's insane. 
but it's uh, it's a game that I believe deserves to be made, and there's a lot to go that goes into that. That's a whole other conversation. Um, but to run it, you have to have a really good rig. So mine has like a AMD Ryzen nine uh, processor, which is top of the goddamn line. Uh, NVIDIA GeForce, uh, it's RTX 3060 is the graphics card. And I'm hoping the cost of graphics cards will go down now that FTX is blown away. And um, a lot of that Bitcoin mining is going to be a little hit or miss. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. But uh, graphics cards are insane right now. Building a high-end system costs at least $3,500. Just to get started, at least $3,500. And what are you doing it for you, you, to, to waste a colossal amount of money playing games? <laughs> you know? Exactly. But if that's what you do for, if that's your recreation, if that's what you're calling, if that's what you're about, then, you know, God bless. I'm not going to tell you not to do it. Go ahead. If you got the money. Um, but you're right. It's about, I don't know if it's really wasting money. It's about targeting. It's about targeting what you really, really want. Do you really need to spend $3,000 on a gaming rig when you don't, when, when the games you play or the operations you run or the programs you use don't require super mega high processing. Do you really need that? And in your case, no, in my case, nope. yes, but not maybe not so much in your case. So yeah. too much money, too much. It's uh, a lot of money. <laughs> it's a lot of money. Up front. I've also yeah. got these uh, Oculuses behind me, which, uh, which yeah. I use about once every two months yeah, uh, for about an hour. Um, and you'll notice there are two of them because my wife was like, well, what if we want to play together? And yeah. so it was like, oh, I guess we can get two. And she and plays even less frequently than I do. <laughs> it's like a 3D TV where it's like, why do I need this? <laughs> Anytime you so have that I can hobby. watch that one 3D movie. <laughs> yeah. Any hobby is going to be a waste of money, but you True. know, it's about, it's about what enjoyment you get out of it. And yeah, in that case, yeah, I'd, I'd say probably a waste of money. I did the same thing. I also have an Oculus. I never use it. I got bullied into using it by that, Jake. That's Garden, the thing. And I just is it's it. fun. It's just for some reason, I never think, Hey, I should throw that thing on. And, you I know, really move all the crap on my floor out of the way so that I don't trip. <laughs> I should sell it for like 20 bucks. Just here, take it, get rid of it. I don't want it. I don't use it. <laughs> yeah. Just take. I think, take I think they're incredibly dumb, but that's just me. Eric, what's your second one? Oh, I've been doing so much talking. I forgot. That I, okay. Uh, then I'm going to, since we've talked about vices a little bit, smoking and tobacco use. Uh, this is a, the vices section of the program. We've talked a little bit about drinking. Um, I smoked for a long time and I understand addiction. Uh, it's a bitch and quitting is really, really hard, but cigarettes are eight, nine, 10 bucks a pack have been for some time. Uh, you get up to a pack a day. I was a pack a day smoker, pack and a half a day every day for a long time. Uh, that adds up, man. You, you add up the money on that. You're going to find a car payment. You're going to find a truck payment. You're going to find all kinds of not to mention, once again, the tax on your health is extraordinary. And for those who have never smoked, you know what? It's enjoyable. It is enjoyable. It really is. Like I've had a few beers socializing outside. Yeah, I like to have a couple cigarettes. Sure. But, you know, buying them is it's a tremendous waste of money. Um, it's, it's a filthy habit. It's an expensive habit. It's just there's there's really not 
enough upside <laughs> to to doing it. Uh, so, but we all know that already. But I, I just figure it, it was worth a mention when we're talking about a waste of money. Tobacco is a colossal waste of money. Colossal. Yeah. Waste of money. You are literally lighting it on fire. <laughs> uh, I've never understood it. I've I've had a smoke every once in a while. Right. I don't anymore because my wife hates it. Yeah. Um, but I would do it because everyone was standing around smoking and I was mm-hmm. just like, yeah, sure. Give me one. But I've never understood. Cause I've never felt good from a cigarette. Like I've never, like I've never, but I've also never felt like I needed one. So I, I maybe I just didn't have enough in a row Yeah. because <laughs> I would do like one every couple months. And yeah, so I just, I never thing. understood the reasoning. I will get Alc- cravings. Yeah. <laughs> Alcohol, on the other hand, I understood it because that tastes good to me. Like mm-hmm. I, I like the taste of beer is why I like alcohol. I hear you. Yeah, I, I've I don't smoke. I have smoked cigarettes in the past. Um, just and I'm I'm talking like probably I can count on one hand how many times I have. Um, I don't get it. I don't know how to do it. Um, I don't like it, and so therefore <laughs> my wallet is fatter because of that. I mean, I have other vices, but. I know that it is part of the culture too. So, um, you know, depending on where you grow up and in Paris, people smoke all the time. There are probably 50 to 60% yeah. of the population in Paris smokes. Uh, you sit outside, people are smoking cigarettes. It's just, it's, right. it's the way of in life Britain out too. there. They, 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 you know, a lot of yep. smokers in Britain. London, it's yep, very common. Yep. Very common. A- absolutely. hundred uh, percent agree. But for me, I mean, for someone who used to work at, in customer service and we would sell cigarettes, I mean, I saw them climb from six to seven to eight to nine to 10 to like, I think they're like sure. 12 bucks a pack now, basically. And <laughs> it's, it's insane. You're doing that. I mean, there are people that smoke a pack a day. You do the math. That's yeah. over a hundred dollars a week. I'm saying if at the top of the podcast, we talked about recession and things are being expensive. Mm-hmm. Hey, quitting smoking would be really a good idea. If you're Absolutely. really hard up against it. Uh, I don't know how you could justify, you know, a hundred dollars a week on this habit. Yeah. Minimum. You could sell a kidney. Yeah. <laughs> it might not be very good, but you could sell it. <laughs> anyway. Cool. So my second one, um, you know, I'm not, I don't dislike these. I just think it's a waste of money. I think they're great and they bring people joy. Uh, They brighten up any room and it's just a very good gesture or a default gift if you want to give somebody to make them feel good. And that's flowers. I think flowers are such a waste of money. I know that they look beautiful. They're great as a centerpiece Sorry. for things. If you have somebody who you're, or you're a date you're going on or your your wife or your girlfriend or your husband or whatever, right? You want to give them flowers to, for the special occasion? Hell yeah, you do that if that's what makes them happy. Me though, I look at the prices of some of them, especially surrounding a holiday. Like I understand supply and demand, but when you go to a place like the, like the farmer's market that is by me and they sell uh, bunches of flowers for about... $10 a, a, a bouquet, which is good because they're just mass producing these flowers. But if it's before Mother's Day or the weekend before that or, or before Thanksgiving, they'll jack that up like to $40 a bouquet and people will pay it. Um, and for me, I'm like, that's cool, but you get maybe a week out of those flowers. And then it's just, eh, it seems like such a waste of money to me. Uh, you you could is. say plants and you could say <laughs> plants in general, but I think the whole plant culture is taken on a different meaning. So I, I'm not going to knock people for that. Um, I'm terrible. I have a, a brown thumb. I, I kill things all the time. And right. but flowers for me, yeah, I can appreciate how pretty they are. I don't really think they smell great. Honestly, I think they just kind of smell like 
like grass and stuff. Um, sure. So I pretend they smell good, but yeah, they're just a huge waste of money for me. I, uh, I, I, I should be more thoughtful. I should be more romantic. I should think like, you know, flowers once a month or at least every other, you know, I, I should be far more thoughtful when it comes to that sort of thing. But I have the same mental block you have. I mean, it, it is kind of just you're buying flowers that are going to turn around and die in your house. And I got to get rid of them. I, I, I get it, though. They're pretty. But yeah, it, it is a waste of money. I guess, though, it's a good kind of waste of money because you're brightening up your home and brightening up someone's day if you get them for them. So that's cool. Um, doesn't change the basic fact that it's a waste of money. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'd rather uh, buy my partner I, some some uh, cigarettes or some fast food instead. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm going right. to say I agree with both of you, but my wife does not agree with both of you. So neither do I. OK, no, fair oh, enough. Yeah. <laughs> what she said. Flowers mean, are great. Flowers are awesome. I just got some like two days ago. No, <laughs> shut yeah. up, dude. God, making us look like assholes over here. Uh, if we are, whatever. that's fair. That's totally <laughs> that's fair. Uh, I should definitely buy Mandy some flowers. There you go. It's been a, it's Thomas. Been a, it's been a while. Thomas, jump to your third. Uh, my third is movie theater snacks. Um, okay. The only snack I ever get is popcorn because movie theaters do popcorn better. They just do. Mm-hmm. Um, every other snack. No, why? Why would you ever buy anything? They're overpriced. Now, I want to. I want to say this. I get why the theater is the price the way they are. I yeah. get it. That's where they're making their money. They are not making their money on playing movies. Everyone. So I don't. The gluttony and laziness not, of Americans. I, I'm not against them doing it. I'm just never going to buy snacks unless. We're going back to my wife unless she says, hey, I want this. And it's like, well, yeah, clearly it's not dumb to get this. You need M&Ms and, and why wouldn't I pay $10 for them? <laughs> oh, God. And then I cry on my way to the theater. Mm-hmm. Well, especially since you can sneak candy in a lot easier than you yeah. can sneak popcorn. It's not the same thing. Popcorn is hot. It's good when it's made right there. Plus, they have the butter and stuff. And candy, you can just go to the store, buy bags, and put it in your pants, or you can just walk yeah. in with it. Because I don't think movie theaters so, care anymore, yeah. honestly. When I was like twelve or whatever, you know, chubby kid, you know, we'd stop at the store on the way to the, the theater, grab like a big old thing of M and M's, and mom would be like, "Here, you're chubby. Stick this in your pocket. <laughs> That's not <laughs> <And nice>. this. <laughs> Well, she, you know, she carried stuff in her purse, but then like the rest, she'd be like, "Yeah, just puff out and hide it." And you know, I'm like, "Okay." I suppose I should be insulted by this, but I'm going to eat M&M's later, so I guess I'll suck it up. So <laughs> I, <laughs> whatever. I mean, it's, it's a, it's a solid move. That's where I can forgive Whitney because she did also teach me the ways of putting M&M's into the popcorn that I never even thought of before. And mm. it's like the most genius thing ever. And it's just like, yes, M&M's with handfuls of popcorn. I'm all for it. Pretty tasty. Yeah, I agree. It is, that's it's a tasty uh, combo. That is a tasty combo. Do you yeah. butter the popcorn? Do you butter and of salt the popcorn? Of course. Okay. I don't butter the popcorn. As much I don't butter, butter as the you can get either. on it without it being soggy. Oh, hmm. give, yeah. give it to me dry. Yeah. Raw and wriggling. I just don't really, I don't really need all that butter. I think the popcorn is good on it on its own. And I mean, it is slightly buttered still with some, some good residual salt. It's nothing crazy, but yeah. Yeah. 
I, uh, I, I, th- I do think if you do spend money on snacks at a, at a theater, it's all part of the experience because going to a movie should be an experience. Unfortunately, too many people are, are uh, talk, you know, are stuck with the streaming model. And so they don't know how to act in a theater, i.e. Mm. people who are laying down on the chairs, texting on their phones, taking pictures. So it's kind of ruined the whole uh, allure of a theater, in my opinion. But. If you are going out for a date night and you just want to get the snacks, might as well get them. Who cares? But I, I agree wow. with you. I, I try to get popcorn or an icy. When we do date night for a movie, we go to iPick and Redmond where you get your own recliner and oh, it's just nice. the two seats next to each other. No one's sitting next to you. It makes it way better. It is very expensive because you're essentially buying a meal while you're there, too. It um, is a date night. It is definitely a date night. You, but you're getting your yeah. your dinner and movie all in the same location. But so. yeah, you, you've decided <laughs> mentally ahead of time that this is a date night. This is this is a special occasion. Wasting exactly. a little money isn't wasting money on a special occasion. Exactly. Cool. Eric, your turn. Mm-hmm. Uh, brand name products are almost always a waste. Almost hmm. always. So yeah, and that includes like over-the-counter medication. Like just get the regular acetaminophen. You don't necessarily need the Tylenol, which is like a $2 markup. Uh, you can just get regular store brand ibuprofen instead of Advil. It's the same medication. It's the exact same medication. It's just there's a brand name. Kroger brand, Safeway brand. Bottom shelf items are cool. Like uh, we've talked about it before. Um, like cereal bags, you know, get big old mm-hmm. bags at the bottom, you know, on the bottom. That's that's what you do. You don't necessarily you don't spend, you know, five, six bucks on the brand name box of a little bit when you can spend the exact same amount of money and get a far larger bag of store brand whatever and it's just as good it's the same stuff it really is uh same thing with like brand name clothes frankly you can get good solid blue jeans for 25 30 bucks but as soon as you slap a brand name on it it's 55 80 bucks easily and or more 120 bucks 150 bucks just because it has a brand name on it is it better quality clothes sometimes does it really matter not really you know but that's that's my take on it. brand name brand name anything is usually a waste of money i, I see the, agree this one's <laughs> this one's tricky for me i i i want to side with you um because i don't think you're wrong however there are items that i swear by that i'm willing to fork over more because of it uh i'm not a trend guy i know I say that all the time and I do follow some trends for sure, but I'm not a person that's like, so Canada goose is a, is a style of jacket. It's a, it's a brand of jacket that was actually invented and mostly used for Arctic researchers and, and people in Canada where it gets to be like negative 30, not for Seattle where our lows are like 26 Uh, lately. It it gets colder here. Sure. But we're talking maybe a week or two out of the year. That'll be like that. Those jackets are incredibly expensive and they started flocking, no pun intended, um, all over Seattle. And so when I see people wearing them, I'm like unnecessary, insanely expensive, and it is so warm to wear right now. Um, but those jackets are built really, really well. They they shouldn't be purchased by so many people because it's just not necessary. You could go to Eddie Bauer and get just a, a great down jacket from there or Costco and get a 32 degree like their brand uh, down jacket and it's peachy keen. Right. But there are certain like rain shells that I have. Like I have an Arcteryx rain shell that I swear by their, their clothing is amazing. And I've had one jacket for six plus years that I've taken all over and it's my favorite jacket. I can't imagine buying a different one. 
Um, socks. Mm-hmm. I don't skimp on socks. I buy really nice ones because I wear them a lot when I do my activities and I, I don't want them to, to go downhill food. It can be hit or miss for me. Um, if something is like $3 cheaper, like you're saying with the acetaminophen and, and other, you know, over the counter pills, ibuprofen, I'm getting the cheapest one. It's, it's, it's sure. all the same thing. Farm. It really is chemically. Yeah. It's not going to affect your brain any better because you bought, you spent two bucks more on the bottle. Exactly. Because it has the name brand on it. The chemistry yeah. is going to do what the chemistry is going to do. Yeah. Some things, you know, and I buy things from the dollar store all the time, but there are some things that I'm like, eh, I'm going to buy something a little bit nicer than that. Um, but yeah, the, the name brand stuff is weird. I wanted to piggyback off of this because I kind of have, mine is kind of similar to that with the name brand, but mine is more, I don't like the trend right now of buying basic looking clothing items at uh at name brand prices so what i mean by that is do you guys know the shoes Allbirds or the company vuri or um god even nike to a certain extent so athleisure is big where people are just wearing joggers and sweatpants and shorts and hoodies and they're spending it's like a 300 dollars outfit for what they're wearing when i can just go to target get the pretty similar thing and spend 25 dollars on it that's what drives me crazy is I just bought a pair of joggers from Costco yesterday. They're Puma brand and Puma is not a, a, a small brand. They're only 18 bucks. Um, I see joggers online that are 65 to a hundred dollars and it, it blows me away because they're just sweatpants. I, yeah. I've never understood how someone could buy a pair of sweatpants for, for more than like $20 and, and live with themselves or a t-shirt. There are some basic t-shirts that are worth like $65 and some people are like, no, no, it's, it's like really, really good with the cotton here. And I'm like, dude, it's, it's a shirt. It's <laughs> other than it making it, you look a little bit slimmer. It's cotton from Atlantis. You don't know. Yeah, <laughs> it's, exactly. It's like the best cotton from under the sea. It, like uh, with me, at least with socks, I mean, I'm buying those. I know socks can be basic, but mine are yeah. made for a purpose. I buy heavy duty hiking socks, things that, are meant to have the hot spots covered more. So when yeah. you in that in when, in that case, yeah, in that case, I will say there are brands where you're going to get what you pay for. Yes. Uh, so I could totally understand. And, and if you happen to have loyalty to a brand, as silly as I think it is, whatever, do your thing. I don't care. It's still a waste of money. But I agree with you. you know, at least if you if you find value in that thing then it's not really a waste. It's a waste for other people. But, you know, if you find value in it, why not? I don't, I have no fashion sense, as you well know. I don't, <laughs> I just don't care. It's just not. You, you, got, a, you ever... got a cool cardigan on. I like it. Yeah, I do have a cool cardigan on. But, you know, that's, that's, that's you know, that's like the one thing I kind of, whatever. It's, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I don't, uh, I don't find value. I just, I don't, I don't stress about it. I, I, I go for comfort. I just go for comfort. And, um, so in my view, like you say, $120 for a pair of sweatpants. What are you thinking about? For yeah. what? I, but, well, you know, it's, that it's per- a status I've got symbol. An idea. Okay, there. That's like, okay, for who? Well, exactly. It's a status symbol for some people. And so, and, and that's one of the things, I mean, but we all were you kids once. You stack crates and, at the Walmart. What do you have? You yeah, have no status. Yeah. We, we were all kids once and, and you know how things catch on like wildfire with kids is little Tommy comes to class with a fidget spinner and then little Sally is like, oh, I need one too, not understanding what they're actually for. But then all of a sudden now everyone's got a Tamagotchi or everyone's got a Tickle Me Elmo or whatever, right? That's how that's how just trends have been in existence for, for consumer goods forever. And 
with the clothing, it's the same thing. It's just like AirPods. AirPods are good headphones. However, they are not the top rated headphone subjectively uh, for exercising or doing other things. I have a pair of uh, Jabra's Elite 65 mm-hmm. Ts that I've had for a few years, and I absolutely love them. Um, I've worn AirPods, and they're fine, but AirPods have become more of a, well, if you see that little AirPod in your ear, you're like, oh, that person fucks. That person fucks for sure. So yeah. it's, it's just become a, a status symbol thing in, in, in a certain sense. This flannel I'm wearing you, right now, Costco, yeah. 10 bucks. It's great. It's you nice stack cardboard at Fred Meyer. Yeah. You know, the brand name sweatpants aren't going to raise your status. You have no status. Right? Well, yeah. And and like and I'm and if it has pattern and design and stuff and like you were saying, if it brings you joy, then that's good. But but I'm looking right. at things like a basic white T-shirt that you could go to Target and get for six dollars. Somebody spent thirty five dollars on. I'm like, that's a hard pass, man. That's a hard pass for me. Um, it's just it's it's I can go to J. Crew outlet or or Banana Republic outlet or Target and be like. Look at look at this. I think I look pretty good. Also, souvenirs, souvenir show. That's like a totally different thing. Souvenirs yeah. are, you know, that that's going to cost you money. But again, you find value in it for the experience. And that's yeah. Some people would say it's a waste of money, but that's a whole category of its own. So anyway, yeah. uh, brand name products was my number what three. Yeah. Yeah. So cool. We're moving on to you from number three. Like, no, yeah, I gave you. We I, were just. I gave you my. Yeah, we were just on Zach's. Oh, I'm <laughs> yeah, sorry. But it was Thomas's. kind of connected to here, so it's my turn. Uh, so, at first, I had this listed as uh, like unplanned purchases or something, but I'm just gonna go with IKEA because, because <laughs> um, that seems to be a lot of the things that I have bought that hmm. I no longer own. Uh, me and the wife were cleaning out the garage because it had gotten terrible. Um, And then you suggested this and I was like, wow, with all the stuff that I gathered from our garage, which is old shelving units that we had up in our old place, that in our new place we realized, oh, these aren't going to go anywhere. Like it just doesn't fit where we are now. Or the fact that if you look behind me, I have a bunch of Billy bookcases. Um, All along the wall behind me, there's a tall one over by my wife's desk. Um, I don't like them. Uh, They seemed like a good idea. And when you're at Ikea, they seem like such a good idea and everything will look great. And they never look as good as they do in an Ikea. (laughs) I just, I don't, I'm not a big fan of them anymore. Um, Yeah, so Ikea is just, I don't like Ikea anymore. Mm especially because there's so many things in my garage that I have to haul out to the trash now. It's such a big pile. And the Ugh, point of Ikea though, is that you can get furniture for relatively like r- decent prices. It's not like the whole uh, depends on the thing. Like these Billy bookcases, I think these were like $40 a piece. No yeah. Big deal. The problem I mean, is these Billy bookcases also over time, I have them put together so that they don't do it, but the sides bow out. Oh, eventually okay. and then the middle shelf will just one night one of our shelves just fell <laughs> like, uh, and it's terrifying when you hear noises in your apartment and you're uh, like no, oh god I um i have had that experience there, i know what you're talking about there's some things that are like more expensive than you would think they should be when it's just essentially four pieces of wood put together like there's a cube thing that is divided into four sections right and that's like 120 bucks for that thing and it's literally just four boards that you put together god you should take up woodworking and make it make furniture 
I know. Well, yeah, Whitney has actually suggested that before. And I was like, do you know how much it's going to cost just to get the machinery <laughs> we would need to do all how, of this? How much? Plus yeah. all the lumber and me learning how to actually do it. And it's going to cost way more Maybe that's than if we just could, bought I a bookshelf. Into, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I'm done with Ikea. I can't go back there anymore. I'll probably right. go back next week. <laughs> what about for the Swedish meatballs? <laughs> The, the Swedish meatballs are awesome. Uh, I would go out just to get them. Uh, and they sell frozen ones, which mm-hmm. whenever I go to Ikea, I always buy a couple bags, throw it in the freezer. Swedish, Swedish meatballs, meatballs are good, man. You pop those in the air fryer and you're good to go, man. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I would I would say that actually in every house in my I'm sorry, in every room in my apartment, you can find at least one piece of Ikea furniture that's still holding up and still looks pretty good. It's all about what you get for sure. I do have a Billy bookcase behind me, um, but it is what you get for sure. And uh, sometimes they have things that last. Other times it's it's very ecology. And so mm. you, you have to kind of pick and choose what it is. But yeah, I, I I found some stuff that wasn't very good at IKEA before. It's a uh, it's it's yeah. fast uh, fast decor. We we have probably like fifteen of these shelves that only go out about five or six inches. They're like meant to have like pictures that lean in them, and they are sitting in our garage and they are useless at this point. <laughs> Mm. Ugh, so Yikes. much money on those things so much money They're like $15 a piece that adds up god damn it <laughs> yeah I do what else are we wasting money on Eric well this is going to be a little, a little bit controversial probably maybe Ooh, I don't know well like, you know how I said fast food is like a really big waste of money and you mm-hmm. know name brand products is a waste of money um, so you might be inclined to go to the store and go buy food and like you're trying to be healthy, right? So you may be inclined to go buy the organic food or you've heard GMOs, you get the non-GMO <laughs> stuff. Guys, oh my God. Oh my God. That is a, that is as bad as buying brand name cereal or anything else. It's a two, $3 <laughs> markup and it's no healthier. There is no such thing as organic or non-GMO. It's, I'm sorry. They're lying. It's a branding thing. Um, if you're if it may if you know you're feeling better about yourself, then okay, I guess, but it's a waste <laughs> of money. Just get the just get the generic. It's it's fine. This the store lettuce is <laughs> it's perfectly fine. You don't have to go to the special organic session. It's just it's just lettuce, guys. So uh there is no point, there's no place on this earth, and there's the deepest recesses of the Amazon jungle. There is no place on this earth that has been untouched by modernity. Okay pollution from pollution or whatever airborne particles particulates into the soil it's just nowhere on this planet nowhere in the ocean nowhere in the deepest recesses of any forest jungle plain anywhere has been untouched so there is no such thing you are just spending a markup because you think you're being healthy you know it's healthier for you it is not at all um it's a waste of money so yeah go ahead and blast doesn't Organic doesn't mean no pesticides. It means less pesticides. And I agree with you, someone who worked in retail forever, the buzzwords, the healthy buzzwords of natural or fresh or non-GMO, gluten-free, organic, um, they have merits to a point. And I'll even say organic does have merits to a point. I'm not a food scientist, so I can't really say, but I agree with you that the majority, it's just such a waste. The GMO thing is also one of those buzzwords that 
people completely yeah. misunderstand. And I mean, if you really want to boil it down to and generalize it, everything is essentially genetically modified. Uh, the reason everything. we have tomato tomatoes that are bigger or the reason we have these hybrids of apples like Honeycrisp is because it's genetically modified. Um, carrots. It, it, it's yeah, exactly. Corn. Baby carrots. Corn. Bi- corn. Yeah. And corn is in like everything. Baby carrots themselves are not actual carrot. Well, they are carrots, but they're not like the ones you'd see that grow out of the ground. They're like made to be baby carrots. And so they're still healthy for you, but that's all like relative. Right. And so you could get the non-organic carrots versus the organic, and it's going to be the exact same nutritional content. It's all, it's all the psychosomatic thing. Like, like Eric's saying, Um, yeah, I just, I think it's funny. And I, I I used to work with a guy, he was a real big dude and he was eating chips and they were, it was a big bag. It was gluten-free chips. And he's just, he's mowing down. I was like, Hey, are those good? He's like, yeah. He's, I'm like, damn, you're gonna eat the whole bag. He's like, no, it's all good. They're gluten-free. And I was like, okay, that doesn't, (laughs) that doesn't, be quiet. That's how it works. That's how it works. works. Though they're glutton-free. There we go. Yeah. So it was, uh, (laughs) it it was a lot, but I agree with you, Eric, that I there mean, are people with dietary restrictions who, who need to stay away from certain, like sure. whatever have you. Sure. Sure. You know, and, and that's, them, and that's fine. And that's different. Yeah. But like totally when people different. are, people are like, I have an all organic diet. And I'm like, okay. No, you don't. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, please, no, you please tell. <laughs> yeah. They're, they're organic. Like, actually, gummy no, worms. don't tell me because I, I don't feel like arguing with you today, but no, you don't. That's my initial, yeah. my knee jerk reaction of me being an asshole. I yeah. have an all organic diet. No, you do not. Have a good day. <laughs> As they're no, drinking a beer. Don't. The beer's organic, though. <laughs> oh, yes. Do tell. Is, is that why it was $2 this more? This is vegan wine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Yes, no, it no animals right. were harmed in the making of this wine. We didn't get That's the dog right. drunk. <laughs> okay. But Fair enough. I, I would say the only true organic you can really get is locally sourced farmer's markets uh, because local right. in-season stuff. So right now we're uh, in the winter, so you're going to get a lot of squash, gourds, that kind of stuff. That's probably as, as organic as you can get and locally sourced. So go support those local farmers. We have a lot of good ones. Now, that that I would say is not that's not a waste of money. You're supporting no. your local farmers, your local economy. That's not a absolutely. waste. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. So that's, you know, if again, it's comparatively to the cheap store brand stuff, it is a waste. But if you're again, if you find value in it, like we just described, then by all means. So, yeah. Right anyway, on. yeah. Anything that says it. organic on it or non GMO, probably bullshit. So. Well, I'm going to piggyback off of yours too, um, similar to it. Um, I I love to eat food um, and I cook for myself. I know how to cook a lot of meals for one. It's great, but I also meal prep. And part of the meal prep uh, that goes into my process is, you know, I, I compartmentalize things in my fridge. I don't like a lot of clutter. And so I don't like to waste food. How I do that is I go to the grocery store in small spurts. So after the gym, I go to the grocery store. So I'm, I'm looking probably three to four times a week I'm at the grocery store, but I pick up things that are essential. So I don't go with a grocery list. I, don't, I can't even tell you the last time I used a grocery list. And I only get things that I need. Sometimes I'll get a snack here and there, or I'm like, ooh, that's on sale. Or I haven't had a donut in, in ages. I'll, I'll grab one of those. But I don't like to go for large grocery trips. So large grocery trips are a big waste of money for me. We are wasteful as a society. Uh, each year, about 108 billion pounds of food estimated is wasted in the U.S., and that equates to 130 billion me- meals and more than $408 billion in food thrown away each year. Shockingly, nearly 40% all of food in America is wasted. Does that surprise you guys at all? Nope. Nope. <laughs> it only, yeah. only in so much that we are 
cheap ass gluttons. <laughs> yeah, uh, that that's why it's surprising that we actually waste so much food. But at the same time, no, I'm not really surprised. It's uh, you know, yeah, I, well, <laughs> I'm trying to get me and my wife are not very good. We also go on little trips. We don't go on a big trip uh, to the store. Our problem is we'll get something such as eggplant. Like my wife will have an idea. She wants to make some, an eggplant dish. And then it will go into the vegetable drawer and then it will sit there. And then yesterday I threw out that eggplant. Um, <laughs> that's more of our problem is we forget. Oh yeah. We got a bag of salad. Um, why didn't we use that? We should have used that and that's thrown away. Um, so I am part of the problem. Uh, and I just need to remember. It's also, we forget we have leftovers in the fridge all the time. It gets oh, pushed man. to the back. Love and then leftovers. it's just like, Oh, that delicious tomato blue cheese soup that I made went bad. It didn't, by the way. I made it, and it's in the fridge right now. Uh, I'm gonna have it for dinner. It's that sounds disgusting, Tom. I, I hate, I hate it, I hate it, I hate it. But I get it. Yes, yeah. we we waste a lot of food. We we are very wasteful as a culture. We, Absolutely. Uh, I can't remember what the actual figures were, but we per capita waste way more, way, 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 way more than we have any justification for wasting. And it's really something as a culture we should change. Um, Yeah. I I, just don't know how to go about doing that. I mean, for me personally, like I like to eat healthy. And so when I go to Costco, because I do shop at Costco, but I I get the things that that I need specific things. I I, I don't overbuy there. I try to keep it $100 or less, which is pretty difficult. But when I get vegetables, I cut them up myself. I don't buy anything pre-cut necessarily because I save a bunch of money. And then I just freeze it. I put them in in uh, gallon freezer bags and I throw some of them in there. So I cut up a bunch of squash the other day, put it in there. Same thing with broccoli. Um, same thing with uh, Brussels sprouts. And it's it saves me a ton. I just toss it in the air fryer from frozen and it's perfect. Uh, so, so that's something that I do for sure. And my meals get kind of boring at times because like tonight I'm like, oh, what should I eat? Well, I have these... Uh, chickpea noodles that I can make. And then I have a bunch of frozen, frozen Asian stir fry vegetables that I can just heat up, put some sauce over and then make noodles and call it good. Like that's a pretty mm. awesome meal for me, honestly. Hell yeah. Um, Sounds delicious. And, yeah. And, and so I'm not being wasteful. I'm eating all that I can. I'm saving those leftovers and trying to make sure that my eating out experiences are like just that their experiences. I'm not doing it in every night thing or using DoorDash or anything. So. Yeah, I try to make sure my my grocery trips are more frequent and smaller scale instead of a large scale grocery trips. So, Thomas, let's get your fifth. My fifth is a combination of two things that are really the same thing. Uh, That is the lotto and gambling together because it's Mm. it's all the same stuff. Now, yes, when it was up to $2 billion, did I get a ticket each time? Yes, of course I spent $20 because I'm an idiot who thinks I could be that lucky one person who's now a billionaire. (laughs) And of course, I'm still here with you guys, so I did not win. Um, I also have a ticket for $167 that I won when we went to go watch the Seahawks game and I made my bets. I won on one of them and I haven't turned it in yet. So I'm Mm. also a problem gambler, apparently. (laughs) Um, But both those things are dumb. The the sports gambling is just kind of fun to like, ah, throw down a couple bets. But as a person who worked at a casino for 10 years, 
I have never understood the people inside. They sure. make no sense to me. I I have never sat down at a machine and played thinking this is fun. Yeah. I I don't know what's going on in their brains cuz I have never enjoyed it. Uh one time coming back from a turbacon duckin at our friend Mike's, uh me and the wife stopped at Tulalip cuz she was like I've never been to a casino and I was like Okay, I guess we could go. And we both sat down with 20 bucks. And 15 minutes later, neither of us had our 20 bucks. And she said, that didn't feel good. And I was like, no. yeah, I know. Like, no. this isn't like going to be a feel good, like sort of situation. You do the, like going to the casino is maybe fun if you're drinking with friends. But if you're playing machines just to play them, you, you're a dummy. Because <laughs> I yeah. could see uh, the uh, win loss on people at the casino on the computer. And I will tell you, I saw one person in 10 years that was up on the casino. Yeah, you just don't do it. I'm sorry. Right. You can win your thousand dollars. It's going to go right back in. <laughs> I, uh, when we went to Quesita, Tom and I met with, uh, our buddies, Cam and Colton. And, uh, after you left Tom, uh, I hung around and gambled a little bit with Cam, which is a bad idea. Cause Cam's got, <laughs> he's got a good, he's got good strategy. He's got good ideas and he's got good luck. And he sat on a progressive machine and he turned a hundred bucks into 200 bucks. And I'm like, okay, cool, whatever. And I grabbed a hundy and I, he's like, yeah, you just put it in here. And you know, the key is to get to the bonus round. You hit the bonus round, you'll make your money back. I got not one bonus round. That money was gone, just gone in like five minutes. And I'm like, I just don't have that kind of luck. Colton was smart. He's just like, he went down a little bit and he just said, nope, 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 nope. <laughs> he went down like two, he went down like 10 bucks. He got like eight of it back. And he said, I, that's, that's good. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I'm done. I'll lose two bucks. And that was fun. Here's the thing. Cam is a degenerate gambler and I, I call him that all the time now. Right. Cause like we him, made but... our, we made our sports bets and it was like, ah, I got like, I think I had like seven tickets yeah. and he would come out with like a, a like 30. a thing of like 30, yeah. like bets on games where he's like betting, like who's going to score the f- first touchdown parlayed with this team winning parlayed with this player getting a hundred yards. It's like, yeah. so you need those three things to happen. Like, but, but he, to, in his defense, he'll throw like <laughs> six bucks down on a ridiculous parlay that can make 1600 bucks. If everything, I mean, that he's only true. risking a few bucks just for, and these are things that are not like, entirely outlandish like they could hit you know they, they just could hit typically I mean, don't and that's why you know the parlay is what it is i, I was super excited when mine play. hit like it was yeah. super exciting because i had the uh i had washington beating the eagles is the game that i needed yeah and, like just watching that game i was so excited like come on washington you can do this i remember standing <laughs> up there with you looking at it like it's not outlandish to think that washington can beat philadelphia that's a division game it happens all the time so yeah, yeah, gambling. But yes, you're right. Gambling <laughs> is a waste of money. I mean, buying a lotto ticket is a tax on the dumb. We know that already. But at the same time, you can't win if you don't buy a ticket, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, all right, Eric, what's your fifth and final? Fifth and final one. Uh, I'm going to talk about heating and cooling of uh, specifically your home. I am. Uh, peculiar which is to say that we don't typically turn on the heat until it's borderline freezing and we don't (laughs) have even air conditioning in this house we just don't we don't we just we just won't do it we won't spend the money on it um it's winter 
You're not, it's not even winter yet. It's late fall. It's not even late fall. It's just fall. <laughs> like <laughs> it's supposed to be a little chilly. It's a little windy and blustery out there. It's a little rainy. It's supposed to be cold. Put on a sweater where, you know, you got blankets, don't you? It's supposed to be chilly. You got big old heavy woolen socks. That's fine. You're supp- your house does not have to be 72 degrees year round. It's a colossal waste of money and energy. You know what I mean? We're talking about an energy crisis and, you know, every, you know everything that's going on in the world regarding the, con- the consumption of energy, talking about waste. You don't at all need to be keeping your house 72, 75 degrees year round. And I know people who are like this and they insist on it. Like, oh, I just can't possibly. Uh, yes, you can, you baby. Knock it out. Just put on a sweater or something. Good Lord. And then when it's hot, like it's hot out in the summer when it was hitting like 90s, high 90s and stay there for a couple of weeks. You babies. It's supposed to be hot. It's summer. It's going to be, you know, open a window, turn on a fan, wear light clothing and, you know, drink a lot of water and just sweat. Who cares? Everybody's sweaty. It's summer. Screw it. Who are you trying to impress? <laughs> so anyway, let's see. My big point is seasons matter. It's if it's cold, let it be cold. If it's hot, let it be hot. Fuck it. Okay, you don't need to have absolutely perfect, pristine. Uh, <laughs> what am I trying to say? Environments that you know your little environment has to be just so perfect. Like it's don't be such a baby, don't be such a baby. It's a waste <laughs> of money. Uh, I will agree with you on the heater part. I I would love for it to be thirty degrees inside this apartment at all times. I would love it. I'd walk around in my underwear and feel great, seeing my breath in the air. But I am. I get very uncomfortable once it's above 70 degrees. Mm -hmm. Um, And the best thing I ever did was buy a little portable like air conditioner to put in our office to just cool us down because we're in here every day working. So it was the greatest investment ever. It's super chilly and beautiful. I love it. Um, I have a portable air conditioning right here. It's just sitting on the ground. And if it gets too damn hot, too stuffy in this office, like it's 90 some odd hundred degrees, then yeah, I'll put it in the window and fine. I get that, especially if I'm going to be, you know, stuck in here on the air with you guys doing our podcast and it's like 530, 6 o'clock we're recording and it's been baking in here. I've got a south facing window, so it's been baking in here all day. Then, yeah, sure. I'm saying keeping your whole house at like a crisp 40 yeah. <laughs> degrees or whatever in this in, in August. Like, what are you doing? I mean, that does sound beautiful, though. <laughs> I mean, well, I get you. <laughs> I know from experience of somebody whose air AC compressor went out on my Jeep at the, the worst possible time that we're having unseasonable cold right now, where it's like mm-hmm. ridiculously cold and in the twenties and stuff like that. Um, you need a uh, air to defrost your windows. And when your, your, yes. your AC compressor doesn't work and you can't use that air, that heat to defrost your windows, you got to roll them down. And, um, let me just tell you something when you're driving on the freeway and you're shivering and your snot is freezing, that's not fun. And so for me, like, when I'm in my house, I have a basement unit apartment. Uh, it stays great in the winter, in the summertime because it stays pretty cool. But that mm-hmm. also carries over into the wintertime where I wake up and I'm like, God damn it. And my feet have issues. I stubbed my toe today and it hurt for 20 oh, yeah, minutes yeah. because my toes yeah. were so cold and I was wearing socks. So I was like, I got to turn on the baseboard heaters. Um, I don't need it to be climate controlled, like at the same temperature every day. I, I, I turn it off before I go to bed and I'll wake up with a freezing house. But honestly, I just don't want to waste the electricity at night. Um, when I go to people's houses and they have the heat blaring all day, it makes me you know like sick because yeah. it's, it's that's what it's I'm too, saying. 
yeah, it, it's too much for me. Not the money's it's just like too hot in there for me. And I, I, I feel like claustrophobic. So I, yeah, I, I, I get thing. what you mean where people are like, I have to have it at this temp or even if it's only like Tom, I know you said anything over 70 is uncomfortable, but if it's like 70 degrees outside and people don't just want to turn a fan on or open the window, they crank the AC and I'm like, what, why is it so goddamn cold in here? It's colder than the devil's dick. So yeah. <laughs> If it's, say, right? if it's if it's winter, let it be winter. If it's summer, let it be summer. Yeah. The rest of the go. time, you don't even need to be turning it on at all. It's just, you know, clothing. No. that's how you climate. How do you control your climbing or your climate? Change your clothing. Just have a lot there of sex go. naked. Yeah, perfect. Perfect. Yeah. There you go. All right. There you go. What about your number five? Speaking of naked, uh, I okay. really don't like um, I love holidays, but I'll just <laughs> outright tell you that the 4th of July is one of my least favorite holidays, one of mine. And it's not because I don't love, uh, you know, freedom and patriotism and stuff. It's because I think fireworks are boring. I think that they're a huge waste of money. Um, I love to watch them. It's great because like, yeah, it's cool if someone else spent thousands of dollars on, on their setup. For me, it is a very quick thrill for a very expensive price. So the ROI on that is terrible, Um, especially since most, uh, you know, most places you go to buy them, the markup is insane. It's like 500%. You're literally burning, like we talked about cigarettes, you're burning them. Same thing with fireworks, you're destroying your money. And for me, I just have never, even when I was a kid, when my dad would take us to Boom City, I'm like, what? You're spending this much on these like it's cool for a, a hot second, but holy buckets. That's a lot, man. So for me, fireworks are just a waste. Um, I, I think they're one of the biggest wastes of money in the world. hundred percent. I've never been a fan of fireworks either. Like it just it doesn't make sense to me. I love hot dogs and beer, though. So Fourth of July is great. Um, but yeah, fireworks. Yeah, because we on our street, we always had our friends would buy like a good thousand dollars worth of fireworks and just go crazy all night. And it's oh just like, gosh. what are you guys doing? We can have a good time. You could have bought like a hundred bucks worth of fireworks and we would have the same time. Cause we're just drinking and eating food. Like why are we blowing stuff up? It's just an excuse to have a party guys. Well, America hey, doesn't I mean, care about your fireworks. I don't know. It, it yes. It's a colossal waste of money. That said, I can't think of anything more American than just <laughs> wanting shit up. consumerism to blow shit up for no reason than other than Woo, fucking America, man. Look, America, when I, fuck yeah. <laughs> when we worked at the casino, you know, I used to work on, you know, the uh, third shift on graveyard. We would drive up there in the summer, you know, it gets dark later, right? It'd be 10. Well, after 10 o'clock, I'd be driving up there and, you know, I'd have the Puget sound on my left and we'd have, all the homes in the commuter towns up on the right. So you got Lake Stevens, Marysville, Smoky Bowl and Arlington. And the whole hillside would just be a light with just detonations and just glorious, beautiful freedom. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and out on the sound, the same thing. Uh, if, if, you know, like Colton and them, they spend a bucket load on fireworks every year. Cause that's like, the, the neighborhood thing. Tom, you could speak more to that because you grew up on that street. Uh, yeah, they haven't done it in like five years because uh, Jake's dad's house doesn't he sold it. So we didn't have a gathering place anymore. But for years and years, they would just they would have like a van full of fireworks. Yeah. And it would just be like it just 
one firework after another. We're all taking yeah. shots and drinking beers and just having a great time. And We'd I really have, have a place shake to my do head it. like yeah. like this is cool and all, but I'm glad you're the one spending all the money on those fireworks. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, if we if you pitched in, if everybody pitched in, then you could put in just an insane show. You know what I mean? Oh, we actually oh. had a pretty good time this last uh, Fourth of July. I went down um, uh, with uh, my mom, my kid sister Ashley, Mandy, and I went, and uh, my brother David and uh, his wife Brandy and their five kids, and then <laughs> Kyle and uh, you know his fiance Jenna and their you know God how many kids they brought four kids with them. <laughs> wow you know, a lot of kids you. so there's a lot of kids there's a lot of kids so. But we we wanted to give them the experience of they got I got to be the cool uncle and go buy stuff for them to blow shit up. Right. We walked out to the beach specifically, you know, grandma's like, well, let's just sit here and watch it from our property that's near the beach. And like, okay, no way. Come on, kids. We're going to beach (laughs) to blow shit up. Let's go. Yeah. So we're of course, they have the experience of they're out there and, you know, it's windy. The wind's whipping and the whole beach is just constantly just lit up the casino down there. It's just, it's a war zone. It's crazy. And, you know, let the kids blow up, you know, minor things. And they'll have the shells where the, the little soldier, the parachute. And of course it's the ocean. So the w- wind is just whipping and the thing will carry a quarter of a mile. And the kids are just running, running, running. Cause they got energy for days. And of course, you know, the, me and, you know, the olders were, were drinking beer. It's a good time, man. It's a good time. So that to me is not at all a waste. Yeah. In terms of return and investment, if it's just you and going out and just blowing stuff up in your cul-de-sac, then okay. But if it's, if it, it depends on how you do it, it's the experience. So for me, it's not a waste, but True. I completely understand what you're saying. Uh, I would make sparkler bombs is, is what you make. Have mm. you guys ever made a sparkler bomb? I can't say that. I have. Awesome. Okay. So yeah, you got to take I, the I've, metal I've sparklers one, yeah. and you wrap it in uh, electrical tape and you got to use like almost an entire roll of electrical tape, get it nice and tight. So it's compacted with all the, the greatness and one sticks out. You light that as the fuse and it will, it will explode quite a bit. Hmm. It's very fun. <laughs> so I think the thing for me is that it's just one of those, you're, you, yeah, you're literally just destroying stuff. And anything on, on any of our lists, one could argue, well, it brings me joy. And that is the end of the argument because that's fine. If you want to spend your money on that, then that's cool. These are the things that we think are waste of money. But I agree with Eric that, yeah, like from a kid's standpoint, like it's cool to see these kids excited about, uh, you know, snakes and sparklers uh, where when I got older, I was like, I want a mortar. And then I'd see all these crazy videos. I mean, think about it. Every year we see videos of things catching on fire or fireworks exploding and people being dumb. And for me, I'm just like, did you learn your lesson? Did you do? Because now you have an even higher uh, pay, payment that you made at the hospital because, yeah, yeah, you spent all this money on fireworks only to blow your hand up. So to even have well, to even have a halfway decent like fireworks show, you've got to spend 300, 400 out of pocket just yourself. Oh, Absolutely. At least, although, you know, and that's going to get you maybe half an hour if you space it out. Oh, (laughs) you know what I mean? And then, you know, yeah, no, it is a lot. It's a lot, a lot. So these guys who go out there and they get huge, like professionally crafted mortars that shoot up that are like city celebration caliber. (laughs) You know what I mean? The shit you see blowing up off the space needle, like home run at a Mariners game. (laughs) Yeah, that's yeah. Yeah. That's like 500 bucks a shell. Like who is shelling out this money, man? Who are you people? 
Hey, it's crazy you know, stuff. Well, you, you, maybe they don't spend money any other time of the year, and that's the time they spend money. Who knows? Everybody's got their thing, right? Yeah. All right, gentlemen. Don't want to well, yuck your yum. No, yeah, exactly. Well, we're wrapping right. it up now, so let's uh, let's get to it, and I'll, I'll just recap the list. So Tom's top five things he doesn't want to waste money on are physical media, buying a top-of-the-line computer, movie theater snacks, Ikea, and Lotto slash Gambling. Eric's are fast food, smoking slash tobacco use, brand name products, organic foods, and heating slash cooling your home. Zach's are food delivery, flowers, buying basic clothing at brand name prices, large grocery trips, and fireworks. That was great. That was a lot of fun. I'm glad we did it. So with that being said, thank you for, so much for tuning in to the Top 5 Podcast. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at podcasttop 5 at ZachDale60, and at TomTop5. Oh, duh. And of course, the golden child himself, Mr. Snackburglar. Uh, you can give us ideas. You can tell us if we're crazy, or you can suggest a topic for a future episode. If you enjoyed today's episode, please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, or Spotify. Thank you, and remember, it's okay to be wrong, even though you think you're right. Time and money are almost always saved to be wasted. That is very that is very thoughtful. Yeah. 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 I don't even know who the person was who said it, but I stole it. Stole it. it, was, it I was said Eric it Shane. Over. Yep. <laughs> At Snack All right. Hey, All right, bye, guys. See you guys. Bye.